And when we place all our eggs in this identity basket, we forget that we are so much more than our jobs. I'm going to call out as well. There is also a lot of pride and ego that we can latch onto when it comes to titles and roles and jobs. Again, these are all things we accomplish and do, but it's not who we are. Our jobs can really speak for or account for the way we love, care and nurture those around us, for our values and our interests, for our priorities and our uniqueness. That is who you are. And for as long as you tie who you are to what you do, you will feel this discomfort every time you make a change or a shift in your life. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. Hello, Balancers, and welcome to another BTS episode. I'm so excited that you are here for today's episode because it's one that's actually come from a listener request. Now, I really love when you guys reach out and be a little bit vulnerable with me, you share your story or just a pain point in general about your balance because I really love creating content that is specifically for you guys. Now, I can obviously guess so much in terms of things I'm experiencing on my own self-growth journey that you might relate to, but when you actually take the time to reach out and allow me to get to know you, it's a really beautiful way for me to weave that into the content that I'm creating. And also an amazing way for you guys to get absolutely curated content for yourselves. So don't be shy. If you do want to reach out, I guess the easiest place is on social media. So via Instagram or TikTok, I'll pop links to both of those in the show notes below if you're not already linked up with us there. Of course, as well through reviews, that's another great way for me to get your feedback or requests. And you can do that super easily through either Apple or Spotify. But as I said, this conversation today and this BTS episode is completely inspired by a conversation that I've had with one of you. Now, this balancer in the last few years has taken a really bold move and completely changed careers. Now, what I want to say here is that this move, in my opinion, is super admirable because they've taken the leap or they've made the shift because they could see that continuing on the path that they were on, notwithstanding the fact that their career was amazing and they had a lot of success in in doing so, they could see the version of themselves that they were becoming and at what expense this would cost the areas of their balance, the things that they cared of most. And so they forfeited, I guess, their trajectory, the success that they were on to create a more holistic and well-rounded life that actually reflected the balance that suited them. So I do want to say to you, that balancer that is listening, I'm really proud of you and I think it's a very admirable step in the first place. What this balance has also expressed to me, however, is how difficult it was from essentially being at the peak of a former career to basically hitting the reset button and and starting from the bottom in another. So for anyone else listening today in a similar position, maybe you've just entered a new job, a role, a uni degree, you've started a new relationship, you've just become a parent, anything new, you might feel something similar in the way of potential discomfort. The discomfort that makes you feel inadequate, like you're behind or you're in a place where you're constantly comparing yourself. And if that's you, today's episode is dedicated to you. And today I want to share and offer you some ideas and insights into the power that comes with embracing these moments of discomfort and how you can actually reconnect with your balance when they do come up. 
I think this episode is also quite timely in the context of my own recent transition. So as some of you would know, I was working as a finance lawyer and I took the move over to Dubai when we moved overseas as a little bit of a chance for me to dive deep into podcasting and my e-commerce business. And so I guess I kind of understand the feelings of pulling away from something you'd already made so much progress in to pursue something that your heart or your intuition is telling you is a better path for you. I'm not going to sugarcoat this content either and suggest that a change like this is breezy. However, I will say that if you know your why, if you're connected to your why or the reason why you're considering or that you've adopted uh, such a drastic change, then you need to do everything you possibly can to keep that front and center because that is your driver, your motivator. More often than not, when I do fall into comparison or feelings of defeat or feeling behind, it's because I'm disconnected from my why. And your why can be something really simple, brief and short. Remind yourself of it every single morning when you wake up and connect with the emotions that are associated with that why. Let's do it together now. So I want you to take a deep breath in. Take it nice and slow. If you're not driving, you can also close your eyes. I want you to bring your why to your mind. So whatever you're choosing to do as fulfillment right now, whether you're pursuing a career, whether you're starting a business, whether you're volunteering or studying, whatever fulfills you, why is it that you're doing it? And your why doesn't have to be this passion-filled, magnetic attraction to the context or the content of what it is you're doing. It could just be a financial why, and that's okay too. It may, however, be some dynamic purpose. I just want you to think about what is your why? And is there a feeling there? Can you describe it? Maybe you have a visual coming up of a place or a person that is a part of your why. Maybe you're seeing a color. Maybe you're feeling something in particular. I want you to embody all of it. Breathe it in and soak it up. And as you take your next out breath, I want you to let it all go. This is something that you could do every single morning. And it would literally take under one minute to reconnect and remind yourself of your why every single morning. It's also a really beautiful way to bring gratitude into your process because instead of being hyper-focused on the next milestone or the next goal post, you're actually reminding yourself that every day you're taking strides and making progress towards and living out your why. It's quick and it's super effective and I hope you love that little exercise. Just quickly before I move on, if you're very disconnected from your why or you feel like you don't know what that is, I would really urge you to set aside some time to think about the drivers or your motivators into why you're doing or choosing to spend your time the way you are. As I said, it could be a financial why. It could be a means to an end. Whatever it is, there is a reason you're doing what you're doing. There's a need that it fulfills. So connect with that and try and do that regularly. Now that you've got that little tool under your belt, I wanted just to share a couple of the sacrifices that I feel and have experienced that come with change and how we can embrace them. Because I know all too well that making a change, no matter how big or small it is, and making room for whatever that change brings means you have to let go of something else. There's always a give and take when it comes to newness in your life. And this isn't always the most comfortable thing. And so today I just wanted to dive into what some of those sacrifices could look like and how we can embrace them. The first sacrifice I feel we make when it comes to change at times can be our identity. When we're in a position, whether it be professionally, in a romantic relationship, or in anything else in our life, honestly, you could probably think of anything, we embrace and embody an identity around that. For example, a lawyer, that's my identity, a consultant, a teacher, a business owner, a mother, etc., When change comes, especially in an area of our lives that we have an identity with, 
we're forced to reassess that identity and often and really uncomfortably so detach from it. This is something I experienced only this year. Without the job title I had held on to for so long as a lawyer, a title I studied five years for plus years of working experience on top of, who was I without it? What was left when you removed the suits, commutes and office culture? What did I actually enjoy outside of that? How did I like to work? What was I passionate about aside from law? All these things I really didn't have to consider when working or identifying as a lawyer because it kind of felt like it was all worked out for me in and amongst adopting that title. It was a world that existed that I just slot straight into and took my place. But that's not who I was. It was something I was a part of. And sure, it was by, by extension a part of me, but it's not all of who I was. And when we place all our eggs in this identity basket, we forget that we are so much more than our jobs. I'm going to call out as well, there is also a lot of pride and ego that we can latch onto when it comes to titles and roles and jobs. Again, these are all things we accomplish and do, but it's not who we are. Our jobs can really speak for or account for the way we love, care and nurture those around us, for our values and our interests, for our priorities and our uniqueness. That is who you are. And for as long as you tie who you are to what you do, you will feel this discomfort every time you make a change or a shift. in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How much better if you could be in a place where you can feel yourself and who you are, as I said before, your values and the way you love and care and nurture. Acknowledging that what you do it can be a part of that. But so are the parts of you that exist in your health, in your relationships, in your values and so on. What I'm trying to say is that, yes, parts of us will change, such as when we become parents or when we fall in love or when we move cities. But there are parts that are untouched by these changes, like what we care about, our deep core values and etc. So when we feel that we're walking away from an identity or that we're sacrificing it for something else, we need to remind ourselves that parts of who we are are allowed to change and they should change because that is growth. And just because we remove or change one aspect or one part of our identity, we're not compromising the entirety of who we are. And no area of our life should bear that full burden or weight. So our work, our title in a family, our, our you know relationship with our health should not bear the full brunt of encapsulating our full identity because it's all these different aspects that make up who we are. If a single identity is weighing you down or making you feel lost, or maybe you feel it's something you're really tying onto that's holding a lot of the weight, it's time I feel to maybe reconnect with the other parts of you that maybe you've forgotten about or you don't consider form a part of who you are. This could be as simple as sitting down to acknowledge who am I with myself? Who am I in relationships? What do I care about? What are my values? These little things that form the part of who we are. And it could be a really beautiful way to just reconnect with yourself. The second sacrifice I feel we often make when it comes to a change or shift in our life can be trajectory. Now, when I say trajectory, I'm not necessarily limiting this to work or career specifically. 
I want us to think about trajectory in terms of progress. So if we stop a job or a relationship, it's so easy to automatically hyper-focus and think of how much effort and time we've put into that thing that we're no longer continuing. This also puts us in the headspace of being behind in the new venture or thing that we're doing because we've already dedicated so much time to something else. If you're feeling this, the good news is that I think we can actually alter this with just a simple shift in our mindset. So say, for example, you've decided to make the change or put an end to something because it wasn't serving you anymore, or you could see long-term it was, wouldn't be serving you. The reality is that at some stage of your life, it did serve you. Whether it was a blessing or a lesson, it served you. You've now just reached a point where you've decided you need something else. And that decision is very admirable and you should be very proud of yourself because I feel most people have that thought of making a change or a shift, but actually following through is something completely different that not a lot of people go ahead with. And what I want to say here is that when you do make that change or shift, you're commencing something new and it's the start of a brand new road. It's a different path. And so you cannot compare it to the one before. You can't compare a new career to a previous career or a new relationship to the previous relationship. It's like comparing two versions of yourself and wondering why they're not the same. The reality is you don't want them to be the same. This new path is here to teach you different things. And you're on this new path because you've grown into a new version of yourself. And so being hung up on not being at a certain level or progression, or as I said before, overall like trajectory or not having those results early on, perhaps as you're used to seeing in the not so distant past is really depriving yourself of the new experience you're having and beautiful new path that you're creating for yourself. You know that in the long run, this decision is necessary and it's the right path for you. So surrender and practice diverting your energy and focus into embracing the new path instead of beating yourself up and comparing to the former one. Whenever you feel those thoughts creep up that make you feel inadequate for this new path that you're on, decide to be bigger than them. Shift your focus and remind yourself of your why, as we did in that little exercise before, and use it as an anchor to pull yourself out of those moments of comparison, doubt, or negative self-talk. The results will come. And if you need any proof or comfort that they will come, don't forget the place you were in before, where you saw results and success after time and energy and input. But that came after years or a long time of building up to it. You've been in this place before, in this building and growing place. You were a seed and now you're a seed once more, building and growing some new fruit. You can build it back up and you will build it back up. You just need to be patient. I also will acknowledge that when you're maybe changing careers, so you've already kind of established a career before, or when you enter a new relationship and you've already been in a relationship before, you have that frame of reference, which makes it very tempting to compare to the experience before, but don't. You're creating a brand new path and it deserves to have you fully present in that in that process and not start comparing to a path that's tied to an older version of you that no longer serves you. It's human nature, but you've got this. The last sacrifice I want to talk about may not always be applicable depending on the change or shift you're making, but sometimes it's there and it's a financial sacrifice, which I think we can also discuss as a sacrifice of maybe stability or security. Now, I'm going to keep this one brief because if you know that this is going to be involved with making a necessary change. So if you say, OK, I know I need to make this change, but I know it's going to come at the cost of, you know, I'm going to have to take a pay cut or I'm going to have to work more, whatever that looks and feels like to you. You need to make some very calculated decisions to ensure that you're not losing out a result as a result of the change, because ultimately this change needs to be for your betterment and for your benefit. 
And so often what this might mean or look like is just holding out a little bit longer until your situation allows for the change. Or it might mean looking into alternative forms of income to give you that stability whilst you're making a shift. As I said, this is not necessarily applicable for all changes in life, but if it does apply for something you're thinking about or something that you have done, again, just sit down and be very strategic with what that looks and feels like to you because there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with making a change. And if that's wrapped with the uncertainty of instability or the discomfort that comes with not knowing where your money's coming from, it's gonna make the whole process extra uncomfortable. So that's one to really, really think about and consider if financials are involved in your in your shift. And of course, again, just connecting with your why because it can be very disheartening when you have to take a pay cut. So connecting with that why will keep you anchored into your progress, your process, and the motivation behind your change. I do wanna thank that balancer that has reached out and inspired today's episode. It's something I've experienced myself and you really gave me the opportunity to articulate this into an episode. So I'm very, very grateful for that. And if anybody listening has something that they want to be discussed on the podcast, they would like some further guidance on, please do reach out. It's such a lovely way to connect. And if you guys wanted a deeper dive on any of the points that I've mentioned. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Today, whether it be like the identity side or letting go of trajectory or anything I've raised today, do also pop that in a message over to me because I feel like this is a topic I feel very aligned with and I could go on about it for days and days. So let me know if you also feel the same way. And before I let you go, I just want to remind you, don't forget your why. This is a really, really special and love felt message for those of you struggling with comparison. And in fact, I have done a whole episode dedicated to kind of comparisonitis, which I'll pop in the show notes below for those of you feeling like this is a pain point for you at this point in your journey. But sending you all an abundance of love. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me and I'll see you all on Monday for another guest episode.